Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast to get you waffling about your mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks the journey. So join me each week as I open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to the Christmas special of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Joining me today is one of my favourite people ever, He's one of the funniest comedians out there. It's Daniel O'Reilly, also known as Dapper Laughs. Welcome wow. to the Waffle Shop. <laughs> one of your favourite people ever. Yeah. bad. I love that. It's literally just like that. my mum, my sister, and then it's probably you. So, Oh, mate, I love that. Appreciate that. <laughs> I should be having Christmas dinner with you and your family then. Well, this is actually what I'm doing it for because... <laughs> The invites were a little bit slim this year, so <laughs> I was hoping. Good man, good man. Well, nice to meet you, Taylor. And we were just just having a chat before you've been dealing with my lovely PA, uh, Jade. So yes. big shout out to Jade for setting this up. She'll be listening. Um, so Absolute yeah, legend. Yeah. Right. So getting into this, obviously, yeah. I start each one of my shows called with something called the Weekly Waffle, and it's something so petty and minor, but. It's something that really fucking winds me up. So it's a chance for me to get it off my chest to make me feel a little bit better. And as it's Christmas, and forgive me with this, because obviously I know you're a dad to obviously beautiful children, but the thing that really pisses me off about Christmas is Elf on a Shelf. Mate, I've never done it. I don't do it with my kids. Like, it's so (sighs) pointless. I'm with you. I hate it. I'm with you. 
every yeah, time you go on social media and you know the, the really winds me up is the ones that they'd use like chocolate spread and they'd like yeah they pretend it's like something else and it's just it no, makes I me heave i've never really done that the only the only thing that i mean obviously my kids are like two and four years old so they're loving christmas and the best thing for me about Christmas is being able to constantly use Father Christmas as like a threat. <laughs> yeah. You know, not not like he's going to beat the shit out of you. Like, you say, like you're, you're going to be watching. on the... Yeah, yeah. Santa's watching, Santa's watching, you know, so don't do that or you won't get your presents. So come come like after Christmas, Dad, I don't know what we're going to use, but yeah, that's what, the How far early in the year do you start that? Is it like December the 1st? Right, yeah, right. If they're behaving up. Yeah, like, that's it. Yeah, that's no, from it. January, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just we get into December, but it does work a treat, you know. And uh, another little thing that I like to do is I like to wrap up some empty boxes, and we got we got an open fireplace. So if they're yeah. really naughty, I actually start throwing their presents in the fire. I'm like, see, there you go. That's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> you're next. I say. <laughs> mm. oh. And it's yeah. environmentally friendly at the same time. They're burning, so That's it's it. a win-win. <laughs> so. If, have you got anything to get off your chest? Anything that winds you up? Or... No, not really. I think... Um, Quite a positive you know, guy uh, now, aren't you? I'm very positive. I think the, the only thing that really winds me up is probably the government with constant lying from the government. Oh. I can't watch the news anymore. I just think it's mad how many people are blagged on a daily basis by by their madness. But um, I'm positive, mate. I've done a show, Good Vibes Only. Um, yes. you know, I, I made a song, Good Vibes Only. Everything, everything about me is about positivity. I like to keep, you know, slowly, I, I weed out negative people from my life. Um, yeah. Even whether it's family, friends, whatever. If you if you drag me down and um, you're negative and you spend time concentrating on negative stuff, I ain't got no place for you. So it's all about positivity. No, I, to be honest, I, I completely agree with you. It's, it took me to get to like 30 to realise that, you know, whether they're your friends and family and stuff like that, like if it's not kind of good for you, like your mental health or anything like that, then, you know, you're in a position where you can walk away. It's, it's you know, we're here once. You've got to, you've got to enjoy yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, the, the to, to me, it's just purely the part. I'm a, I'm a businessman as well as a comedian and a creative. So in order to be creative on a daily basis and be focused on lots of different businesses, you really need to focus on your mindset, on, yeah. on the positive things, on things that make things that make you tick and things that yeah. bring you down and, and you can waste so much time thinking about the wrong thing in a day. So trying to fine tune that is, um, is elite stuff, mate. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of throw it with that point there, because obviously I've watched your career from very like early doors, you know, to watch it, to you know what it is now. Like you won, especially in the UK, I like want to probably one of the biggest and well-known kind of, I hate using the word like influencer, but like just like comedians, like your content guaranteed is going to get like shared, posted in group chats, wherever you are. Like you're going to, at some point, everyone's seen your face on their phone. <laughs> That's mad when you say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it is yeah. true though, isn't it? It's, it's literally like, it's especially like from like being like a young lad to go and especially even now, like mm-hmm. to go and have watched it from like your like lad days to even now, like the stuff like you post about like your kids and stuff, like, it's it's brilliant, mate. It's at, like so relatable on so many different levels. Thank you, thank you. Mate. All right, but I do want to ask because obviously there was a portion of that where it seemed to have kind of got a little mm. bit much, and obviously you were making kind of headlines for like the wrong kind of reasons. Mm. Like, 
looking back now, like, are you really proud of like the kind of what you've managed to achieve from that? Um, yeah, I think I think it's it, it's difficult for me to stop. Uh, and, you know, I go to counselling for it. It's difficult for yeah. me to stop and sort of appreciate uh, my situation now. It's, it's difficult for me to stop and go, oh, well done. You're successful. Well done. You know, your content uh, is doing well. Well done. You're financially stable and stuff yeah. like that because I took such a, a beating and such a loss and it was it was so sort of devastating what I went went through when I when I lost my TV show and yeah. when I was sort of you know when I fucked it all up that since then it has been a non-stop constant graft to yeah. to just not fail because I, I felt the failure so much that it was sort of like I had to turn a corner at one point and just be like no you know you ain't giving up crack on so I just work my fucking tits off, mate. To be honest with you. <laughs> I just work my tits off. And I love, I love um, creating comedy and co comedy to me is like, I should be doing it every day. So if yeah. I don't do it or if I'm not coming up with something funny, I feel it. Do you know what I mean? I, I can feel like, you know, you're not relevant or, you know, you're not working hard enough. So it's difficult to stop and be like, wow, it's, you know, you're still going. People are still watching. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just blessed that there's anyone still yeah. watching, to be honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> I definitely still watch it. So I did fair. This is one of the reasons why I want, I've like one of, when I first set all this podcast up, like I put like a bit of a dream list together of like who I want on it. Obviously, I'm going to kind of blow some more smoke up your ass here, but your name was like one of the first people wow. that was added to the list. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get to that stage one day. Like I'm going to do it. Yeah. When you were first starting out, like what, what did like your kind of like comedic journey start? Like what inspired you to start kind of putting out the yeah. videos? Man, I just, to be honest with you, I just wanted to be called a comedian. I just wanted to do stand up comedy. And um, from from a very early age, I, I was I was trying to do acting. I wanted to do acting. Yeah. I said to my mom that I wanted to be an actor. When she said, as as young as like seven eight years old, I was saying I want to do acting. I want to be on TV and in films. And I, that's what I studied. I done performing arts school. I mean, I was a troubled kid, but I enjoyed drama. And I went to performing arts college and done singing, dancing, and musical theatre. And I just loved performing. And then I saw I started watching. Um, when I was probably about 15 or 16, Lee Evans, and I watched Lee Evans yeah. perform on stage. And the way that he acted out his comedy to me was, you know, cause I'd seen stand-up comedians just doing stand-up comedy, but the way he visually acted out and played the different characters, you know, if he was doing a joke about his wife, he'd turn into his wife or whatever. I was just, um, I was just in awe of it. And I'm not bullshitting you. I know it's a cliche, but I watched it and I thought that's what I want to do. So, to me, that was stand-up comedy. The dream was yeah. stand-up comedy. So through my career, I started off doing, started off doing like um, holiday parks and I went over to Cyprus and I was doing the hotels and I was doing like game shows and um, I was doing family-orientated game, game shows and I was doing bits of comedy and that. And then I went on to cruise ships and I worked on cruise ships for like five years. Oh, and I, I, yeah, I'd done cruise ships for years, mate. Uh, Travelled around the whole world. And I was like a host of Compare, and then I became a comedian. And I was actually got to the stage where I was flying on and off the ships um, and doing doing my own shows. I was only young, my mid, like early 20s. And I was doing yeah. shows in front of thousands of people, you know, 1,500 people on the Royal Caribbean show, uh, ships, right? So then I come back and I had to get a job and start a business. 
and I went back into doing comedy and um, it was a real step back because I couldn't do family friendly comedy in the yeah. comedy clubs. Yeah, had to be a bit brutal. <laughs> so I went from like one extreme to the other. I was like, fuck it, let's go mental. <laughs> it, you know, I created Dapper Laughs, the character, and I really pushed the boundaries with it. But it was just as Vine was coming about, uh, the yeah. app Vine. And I miss that Vine. visual. <laughs> yeah, me too. TikTok's. No, I feel, I, I'm, I'm too old for t- I do yeah. TikTok. I feel like a nonce. I feel like a nonce. What am I doing? It's the equivalent of fucking dancing at a wedding and your kids looking at you like, fuck off, dad. That's what it's like Sit when down. I TikTok. But, but no, it's great. It's easy to grow on TikTok. But yeah, and just going all the way back to Lee Evans, t- um, Vine was like a visual representation of, of, the, of the jokes, you know, acting them out. And visually creating the sketches and the characters, I just fucking had a knack for it, and I just loved doing it. And it and that and, and I turned my jokes into visual, visual form, and um, it blew up. It just blew up from there, and I've been doing it ever since. It is mad, like it's fair, especially now hearing like even like the backstory and stuff like that. Because I just thought like again, just like one of the lads, like you started to like doing these videos. So to hear like, I think it's quite easy to people who kind of see like this like not overnight sensation it's quite easy to get labeled with that kind of stuff but quite a lot of people don't see how much like you know leg work and like you actually work like working your bollocks off in the background to get to that point they only see that that like 15 20 minute kind of like second clip or whatever and be like oh yeah no that's easy but then how many times like before you post a video how many times do you re-watch that video before you post it oh mate like well first of all you've got to write it then you've got to you've got to rehearse it yourself, yeah. and then you've got to film it, and then you've got to edit it, and then there's some there's some there's there's fucking millions of videos that don't <laughs> even make it. Mate. I'll watch it a couple of times, and I'll be like, it's good, but it's not great. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And also with the a lot of the, a lot of the time with stuff to really pop, like I recently done um, a video on the on the new Omicron uh, virus with Jim and Steve <laughs> yeah. over the fence. I mean, on Facebook, it's gone fuck. It's got it's up to like thirty thousand shares. I think it's it's yeah, it's mad. Wow. And, and and the numbers the numbers on uh, Instagram and TikTok are great. But that happened all in one day. You know, I woke up, I saw what was going on on the news, and my mind was going wild. I was I was up at about four thirty in the morning, if not like early in that, maybe four o'clock in the morning, because I couldn't yeah, I couldn't sleep. I wrote it all, recorded it, and then I feel like. It's only relevant today. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, if you I need to get it out there today, now. It needs to go today. So you drop it and you, but then just before you post something like that, you're like, is this only this relevant <laughs> to me? Like, am I the only one that's this pissed off about this? Because if it, it's a four minute rant that's made <laughs> no one else cares about, but sometimes you drop them and everyone's thinking the same yeah. thing. And that's that's when it flies. But I think that's what makes you so relatable though, because there's quite a lot of the videos that you post that you're saying what we are thinking. And, you know, mm-hmm. we don't, and I think, especially, and obviously I think I'm speaking for a lot of people here. We are sick. You mentioned at the beginning of the show, sick to death of listening to the same tit in front of that stage going on and on about the same. Like we, oh, we're all yeah. just like, we're all just ready to crack on now. Like what will be, will yeah. be like, I know that sounds like a little bit like thing, but regardless it's going to happen whether we like it or not. So the best thing that we can do is just kind of focus on what we can control. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's this, it's, I'm tossed up between it. I'm, I own a nightclub. So uh, the whole thing's 
you know, was a kick yeah. in the bollocks for me because I bought it and pumped loads of money into it like weeks before the first lockdown. But um, <laughs> on the on the on the flip side of it, um, you know, I'm posting. I think I'm posting more content than any other comedian in this country. Yeah. I post I post more content and uh, more videos. I do more stories and I write. I'm writing my stand up every day. I, I think that I've got to be up there with probably one of the most highest rate of content coming out and without the government and the lockdown, I wouldn't have had half of it. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> negative you know positives. <laughs> yeah. Comedy, come, comedy comes from tragedy, mate. And it's fucking tragic, isn't it? True. It's true. <laughs> Sounds like my life story. Um, <laughs> with that, like, do you, do you put any kind of like pressure on yourself? Like, because this is something that I genuinely struggle with. Like, I need to, like, keep going at a certain rate. Like, do you ever take that step back? Or are actually like, no, like, I've done a lot recently. Do you ever take some time off? Um, the thing is, I'm, like, from a, from a mental health perspective, I'm terribly damaged with, um, with what with what happened. Because I lost my father yeah. around, the same, around the same time that uh, I lost my house because I, I lost my TV show, lost my manager, yeah. lost my money, lost my house, lost everything back in 2014. And it really fucked me up quite badly. And because of that, um, in, or, in order for me to be able to write and post daily, I need to be able to uh, pay the bills, right, with yeah. something else. Do you know what I mean? Because the actual comedy content, uh, the, it doesn't matter if I get 30, 40,000 views or like some of my videos back in the day, 25, 30 yeah. million views. On, fa on Facebook and Instagram, you don't get paid per view on the small videos, right? Mm. So I need, um, you know, the, I, need to, I need to pay the bills. So the thing is, that loss motivated me to create many, many different businesses because I thought that at any time you could lose everything, right? Like yeah. I did. And because of that, for about three or four years, the amount of focus and work that has gone in from, I don't know, fuck, I do about two days work in a day, I reckon. I'm up at four o'clock yeah. and I'm, I'm not <laughs> till seven or eight o'clock. But I've got now so many different, I'll tell you what, we, I've got a list here of all the different businesses that I'm working on at the moment because I've got to, I've got to split them because this is what I do. I sit with Jade in the morning. We go through the list of all the different businesses and what she's got to do on all of them. And I've Each got one. business on them. Yeah. So we've got, I've got like a property investment company. I've got my nightclub. Uh, I've got a film production company. We've got three films coming out next year. We've got a big new app launch yeah. called Flunk Fans. I've got a celebrity MMA business that's, that's starting next year. I've got a run rally business with supercars. Um, I've got four other brands that I own that I promote through my social media. Uh, and then on top of that, I've got my live stand-up stuff and then all the, all the affiliate and influencer stuff that I do with brands that come to me. So yeah. it's mental. But the beautiful thing about that is I'm fucking insanely rich now. I'm fucking <laughs> min. Right? So I've got, I'm like fucking proper multi-millionaire now. So no one can say fucking nothing. There to you me. go. I, just make, I can just make funny videos all day long. <laughs> so... Do you ever like so because there's a there's a few bits I kind of want to unpick there with like with the amount of kind of hate that you got at that period of time and then you kind of you know the, the downfall of everything and obviously thank you for sharing that about like your, your dad and stuff and obviously that, that kind of dark patch like do you ever like now been like like you said do you use that kind of pain and turn it into like your motivation like I think you kind of answered the question already but yeah, like yeah. It is, it is, Even it is. to like and the people who like doubted you, like, do you kind of get that sense now of like, well, you can't say anything to me now because I've exactly done the hard it. work. I mean, to be honest with you, 
you know, I, I, I said and done some, some stupid stuff back then, but you know, I, if you look at who I was back then, I yeah. was like fucking, I was late twenties. I was living on my, I was living with like three other lads in Clapham. I was out drinking, doing drugs, chasing yeah. birds. I was a fucking maniac. Do you know what I mean? And I had no sense of, I had no sense of, of fame or, or anything like that or yeah. responsibility. And I also wanted to be as controversial as possible because I learned very quickly that being controversial and, and out, you know, goes viral and grows yeah. up. So I was purposely naughty and, and, and pushing the boundaries and pissing people off because it was getting everyone talking about me. Um, so I look back on that time and I think, you know, I, put, I had what was coming to me. It was, you know, I was, yeah. I said some disrespectful stuff and, um, but I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it because that motivation after I yeah. had everything taken from me and that embarrassment and that loss, um, it's, uh, it set me on a path now that, that, yeah, I mean, uh, there's no stopping me. I'll, mm. No one, no one can tell me I'm canceled or no one can tell me that no one can tell me that I'm not allowed to do something because like they told me that, you know, a lot of venues wouldn't have me. They, like I couldn't do my stand up for years. So I bought, a, I bought a nightclub and that's why I'm doing my fucking stand up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that, I that. and you know, I, I got the O two, I got the O two booked in June through other other business ventures that I've done. So I'm just finding, I find ways around everything. I'm not, no one's going to tell me nothing. Do you know what I mean? You got to become, you got to kill, kill them with, kill them with success. But yeah, yeah. certainly, it's, no, they mate, wish it's, I would, they, they wish I was gone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some of them. I hate using this word, but it is genuinely inspiring, especially from. I mean, I wouldn't have the podcast if I hadn't have hit rock bottom. And it's now like kind of now like kind of being like a year on being like, well, you know, beautiful things can happen from those really kind of like dark places. Yeah. I always say to people, if you're, if you're at your lowest now, my lowest, my lowest, I, I luckily I spoke to the Samaritans, man. I was on my own yeah. and I spoke to the Samaritans. I was having dark thoughts, um, doing too many, too many drugs and like self-destruct. And um, I think that anyone that finds himself in really in that position, you're quite lucky really because, you're um, you're in the most how can I put it like you're in the most powerful position you'll ever be in in your life because you'll never be more motivated than you are right now. You might not be able to feel it. You might feel like that you have nothing and you're not motivated. But really, this could be the most motivated you've ever been if you can just switch your mindset to right. I've hit rock bottom. The only way is up now, yeah. and fuck it, you're not going to beat me because I think life is a fucker. And I honestly think that that sometimes the life, whatever you want to call it, God, life, the universe, whatever it is, it has a funny way of fucking everything up for you just to make sure that you deserve what's next. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because for me, if you put me back then, whilst I ended up living in my in my missus, like in my in my mother-in-law's up in Manchester in Tilsley in their spare room. Do you know what I mean? I didn't have a pot to piss in. I had a pregnant missus and my dog in their spare room and my dad had just died. If you take me back to that point, what, only five years ago, yeah. where I was, I was I was thinking, how am I going to put any money together to, to even rent a place to put me and the missus in? And then now, I know it's not about money, but now I'm sat here in a, in a two and a half million pound house, got a McLaren sat outside the front. My missus is out there. I've got two kids. Do you know what I mean? I've, I'm getting work. Do you know what I mean? I've got my own businesses and I'm like, fucking hell. That, that literally was just one change of mindset. Nah, man, fuck this. Head down, ass up. Let's go. It's, it can't get any worse than this, so it can only get better. It's mad. I feel like I want to clap. 
<laughs> it is genuinely like the best advice because one of the one of the questions I want to ask is like what advice you have, but I think you've just not like hit the nail on the head perfectly. It's all, every, every, everything's about everything is sim- is really is about mindset, it's positivity. That's it. You've got yeah. a, if you if you think about that, if you if you can look, this is what true like entrepreneurs and true like true like really successful people in their fields, what they learn is how to change their thought process. Yeah. Like instantly. So say for instance, some, something happens in your day-to-day life, your boss annoys you or your missus says something or you see something and you start feeling jealous or something pisses you off and you can't, you know, you get that circular thing where you just can't come yeah. out of your head and you're like, oh my God, why did that happen? Oh my God, why? When you really learn how, if you learn, and I, I do it through counselling, I've done it through counselling, if you learn to notice your negative thought patterns and you break that cycle, you're just like that on a trajectory. Up, 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 positive, positive. Powerful. Nothing can stop you. Yeah. You, you, all you take from the day is the positive stuff and the little progresses you make. And suddenly you, you start thinking to yourself, I'm fucking flying because nothing's stopping you. Because the only thing that ever stops you is those negative thoughts. Mad, isn't it? I should write a fucking book. Yeah, you make should. Well, write, it write it down. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I talk about coping mechanisms on the show quite a lot. And one of my biggest ones is music. Now I know obviously you're a very big music fan, obviously with your own nightclub and stuff like that. And as this is obviously the Christmas special, what's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, fucking hell. I don't know. I like all, I like really camp stuff. I like to get proper camp <laughs> on Christmas. So I like to go, I like to get tinsel around my head and dance around. So I don't know, man. I like, I like all the old classics. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I like stuff that because back in the day, my mum used to start playing Christmas music like end of November. So <laughs> love that. <laughs> you know, I like. Well, I used one actually uh, on a on a on a TikTok yesterday, rocking around the Christmas tree. That's me favorite. Classic, classic. Yeah. <laughs> so when things like you know, once obviously, I know obviously you're sober now, aren't you? Which mm. is yeah. incredible. Um, back in the day, like when you were like, you know, out and about having a good time, what was the song that was guaranteed to get you on the dance floor or still guaranteed to get you on the dance floor? Beautiful People by Chris Brown. Strong choice. Yeah. And do you notice how it was straight there? Yeah. that You didn't even think yeah. of that. <laughs> it's always in my head, that one. It's just like, I saw the music video to it once where he's just like cruising through the city and he's dancing and he's making the music. And there's, I mean, any Michael Jackson song, any yeah. Michael Jackson song. Because well, You've got the moves. All, you've got the moves. I can do all the moves. Yeah. That's what I used to do when I was younger. Watch Michael Jackson and practice the dance moves in my in my bedroom. And I can remember I lived in a bungalow and uh, all my mates come to see if I was coming out on the piss when I was about 15, 16. I was in there doing fucking moonwalks. And my, <laughs> they used to mug me off loads till we started going out clubbing. I'd throw the moonwalk out and exactly, I'd open, yeah. local nightclub and nick all the birds, you see. So <laughs> I, um, I, I love anything Michael Jackson. Uh, yeah, Beautiful People's a big one and uh, a massive Garage, garage fan. So I've yeah. made some Garage music myself. So back in the day, yeah. So um, wait, so hang on, hang on a minute. So, uh, on top of these kind of businesses, we're now expecting a book. Can we expect an album? No, no, no. I don't, I've done that. Back oh, in for the fuck's day. sake, mate! Yeah, Come no, on. I'm a bit old for that. A bit old for that, mate. Nah, <laughs> they're all doing it now. Yeah, no. Back in the day, back in the day, I thought I was going to be a famous MC, but it didn't it didn't happen. But yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Yet, good, good fun, good fun. Okay. 
Yeah. What song makes you cry? What what puts you like in your feels if you're having like a bit of a shit day? Like what brings out the tears? Anything, uh, anything from uh, A Star Is Born. Oh fuck! That, that gave me goosebumps. That film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like so, kicking the bollocks. <laughs> yeah, me, me and the missus, me and the missus loved that one. That's an emotional one for us. And um, um, yeah, it'd probably be our wedding song because we get married in June next year. Uh, so yeah, anything A Star Is Born. <laughs> Strong yeah. choices. Mate, I am genuinely like on cloud nine that you agreed to have a waffle with me. Like I <laughs> genuinely like it is it is it's genuinely a like a bucket list thing ticked off for me. Who else have you who else have you got coming on then? Or have you had on? So had on I've had people like um Scarlet Moffat, I've had on. Um I did a little thing with Ed Sheeran which wasn't like a full-blown episode. So I've got um, him coming out like in a few weeks' time, potentially yeah. next year. Um, How did that come about? Do you know him? No, because I've just like, because of like how the kind of podcast has been going, it's kind of getting like a bit of attention that I didn't really expect. Because this to me, mate, is this is this to me is therapy. Like just having a tech chat yeah, with yeah. like some of my yeah. favorite people, like, you know, but hear about their struggles or their life and like hearing what they did to get to where they need to be. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of like getting picked up by like local radio stations. Like last night I went to the MOBO Awards, which wow. was insane. For like I met chicken shop date girl. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. I was literally like, I was like starstruck. <laughs> chicken <laughs> shop. It was literally just like. That's chicken shop girl. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, and but I think this is kind of like going back to like what we were saying, like it's kind of the that real kind of like rock bottom makes you really appreciate these kind of moments because it's just like, yeah, it's your hard work that's got you to this point. Yeah, I it's a real kind of that, sense of pride. No, I try, yeah, thank you, man. And uh, I can tell you're feeling it as well. So it's good. You just got to keep grafting. Unfortunately, with 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 this stuff, it's difficult to to feel your success. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Until maybe it's too late, until someone takes it away from you. But I do try and I do try and stop and think. I do the best way to do it is is to just try and think back to when when you like personally when you thought yourself, um, I want to be where I am now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Think back yeah. to think back to a former self and think, um, do you remember? You know, and I think to myself like I take so much for granted being able to, uh, you know, having followers, being able to sell out stand up shows. Yeah, um, you know, people recognizing me on the street and stuff like that. I, I look, I look, I, I have to look back and think, come on, man, there was there's a, there's a there, there was someone once that would be looking at this guy. What the fuck's going on? Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. nice. Yeah, my kids make me feel like it. You know, I spend uh, when I when I can turn my phone off and spend time with my kids. I I think to myself, I'm so lucky that I've yeah. got all of this for the kids. Do you know what I mean? It's nice. Oh, mate. Ah, oh, no. we can tear to my eye. One last question. One last question. So obviously, we're talking. We've talked about like the past a little bit. I want to fast forward. Are you the O2 Arena? Is yeah it, well, what's, what's with the crack so are you yeah. scared are you nervous like what, what's oh no it's, it's the indigo it's the indigo it's the indigo at the o2 so it's about two and a half Mate, it's still yeah it's still yeah. the o2 it's um, joey yeah, yeah not really yeah i guess like uh i get i get scared i get scared of, i get scared of any anything like I, I i wanted to do a little i'm doing loads of warm-up shows at my club before mm. the big one 
So, um, you know, I put a warm up show on sale last night, Sunday night. And um, I was, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to put it on my Instagram. I'm going to say that I'm performing and you never know, you know, I might have this all completely wrong. People out there might not give a fuck and people might yeah. just be like, fuck him. Like, all right, some of his videos are funny, but I'm not paying money to go and see him. You never know. So as soon as I put something out, I'm like, like, am I still relevant? Is this still going to work? Um, and I sold it out straight away. We sold it out in like 40 minutes. There you go. So I was like, I was like, fucking hell, I still got it. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so the actual, the actual doing the show, like going and doing the show, I'll be nervous beforehand. But once I, once I get on stage and I grab the mic, I know they're all there to see me. And as long as I've got enough to talk about it, it'd be fucking yeah. brilliant. Um, but it's more the selling the shows that, that scares the life out of me because you never yeah. know. It's gonna there's gonna come a time when uh, maybe no one's gonna want to come and you know. Yeah. I'm petrified. I'm doing my first one on the fifth of March next year. Stand up or like a live show. Yeah, like a live kind of podcast. I've got like a musical guest. I've got like two people coming for like a waffle, and I'm right. shitting myself. <laughs> shitting. Really? But yeah, I don't know. Like it's exciting though because I just want to keep pushing myself and getting myself out of my comfort yeah, you've zone. Got to, because... you've, got to, you've got to remember all those people that are listening, they're tuned in now. And if they come, if they come and watch you live, they're um they you've already won, they've already supported you. So you've just yeah. got to have fun. If, if you ever get nervous before you do something live, just always think to yourself, tomorrow you're gonna to wish you could do it all over again. And that should get you in the right mindset. <laughs> that's fucking brilliant mate you have genuinely been an absolute dream to have a waffle with so i can't thank you enough and more importantly i can't thank jade enough <laughs> yeah. for putting it all together so <laughs> all right mate and listen anything i can do to help you just let me know i'll share the episode and we'll get those viewers up we'll get get you uh get you more listeners i love that oh, mate. i appreciate it mate thank you so much and merry christmas Thank you very much, man. You have a good Christmas too, Taylor. I hope Santa empties his sack for you. Oh, I thought you were a changed man. <laughs> <laughs> never. Never. Oh. All right, oh, mate. mate. See you soon. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Huge thank you to my very special guest this week, the legend that is Dapper Laughs. As always, if you've liked the episode, hit subscribe and I hope you all have a lovely Christmas and I'll see you next year. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.